Welcome guys to the Christian Podcast 101. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. This episode I want to talk to you guys about is how to develop a relationship with God. Um, before I get before I get into the topic, I want to introduce the guest. So we have Rebecca. James. Um, hi everyone, it's Edwin here. Hi, cool. Welcome, welcome guys um, to this podcast. So the first question I want to ask you guys is how how did you guys develop a relationship with God? Like, so the topic is how to develop a relationship with God. So how did you guys develop a relationship with God? What did you guys do? Go on, Rebecca. Me personally, the way I've developed my relationship with God, especially from coming to the world, is being in church. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like church is a priority in okay. your Christian walk because it's somewhere that you can hear the word of God, mm-hmm. fellowship, yeah. meet people mm-hmm. that are on the same journey as you. Exactly. And also you pray there. Yeah. It taught me how to pray. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking from my yeah, own yeah, experience. Yeah, course, yeah. That's how I developed my relationship with God. And also talking to God, having a communication with God, because right. as a relationship, you can't, be in a relationship with somebody and not communicate yeah, with them because yeah. your relationship will die. Mm-hmm. So for me to increase and keep up my relationship with God, I spoke to him daily mm-hmm. and that's what got me closer to mm-hmm. him. I started to encounter him more. Mm. So yeah, that's mm. personally for me. Yeah. Um, for me, I feel like the, for it, for there to be friendship, there has to be fellowship. Yeah. Mm. So um, it's like, I can't really call you a friend before I even fellowship with you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when you... Fellowship is basically the sharing of one's life yeah. and the communion, coming together and yeah. speaking and sharing and talking, whatever. Yeah. So I feel that you have to be like that with God for you to even call him a friend. Yeah. The thing is, Jesus already called you a friend because mm-hmm. he said um, the greatest love shown is to yeah. die for yeah. a to friend, right? So he already showed that he is your friend, mm-hmm. but it's now your time to show that you are oh, his friend. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like um, when you do that, it's not just accepting him, but I feel it's like also growing in fellowship yeah. and then friendship. Mm-hmm. And then once that happens, like once you become a friend of God, mm-hmm. you love God like on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. You love God like on a deeper level and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And also like, even then you want to do what he wants yeah. to do. Yeah. And you have like such a heart for God. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think in my own personal opinion, mm-hmm. uh, from a young age, um, I remember back in Ghana, my house was really near my church so <laughs> even when they started i could hear in my house that they've oh, started yeah, yeah, you get the me? Sound, so what <laughs> i did to develop my relationship with god was um i really involved myself in church activities mm-hmm. yeah. like rebecca was saying like mm-hmm. church is really important i remember i would um involve myself in choreography drama sunday school like everyone knew me they were like mm-hmm. yeah, Edwin is, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and later i joined the choir and everything so i remember i used to have these um bible readings that i'll mm-hmm. read like every sunday mm-hmm. so saturday i'll meet the pastor and we'll rehearse then sunday mm-hmm. we'll i'll just say mm-hmm. so with that that built my love for the bible mm-hmm. and it helped me to really um study the bible and mm-hmm. love it and not see it as something that was boring mm-hmm. so in all what i was doing like in my subconscious i was getting closer to god and okay. i was loving god okay. and i even had cousins who used to call me like um I'm, I'm the church boy and all that and i loved it because i felt that um it was something that i was really proud of so yeah. one mm-hmm. thing that i advise people especially the early um the people that have just begun to know god is involve yourself in the church yeah. if you involve yourself in the church and in 
the things of God, if you care for the things of God, God mm. cares about you. Yes. You get me? So, so that is what I'll tell the people mm. out there. With me, yeah, um, how I developed my relationship with God is that there was one time, yeah, that um, there, was, there must have been some, I think, some old guy in it and he must have been like, I, um, does anyone want to give their life to God in it? Then this was a church service, yeah, and I must have went up. I don't know what happened. You know when you do something that you don't really, you don't <laughs> really like, yeah. like, it's probably the spirit that led me yeah. there. Yeah. So then I didn't really know, so I, I gave my life to God in it. Then it wasn't really like perfect in it. So then on a the bus, I remember I was, I was taking a bus to home, in, um, going home with, on a bus in it. And then one time, I just don't know what happened. And I was like, oh God, like, can you actually like help me with this um, journey I'm on? And then after that moment, God has been helping me mm. through that journey. And I feel like one thing that people misunderstood or misunderstand is that you have to ask God, if you want to develop a relationship with God, yeah, tell him your areas of weaknesses. Mm. If you tell him your area of weaknesses, yeah, he can actually help you with those areas. Because he says that, by our weaknesses made strong. Mm. So by that, yeah, you if you want to serve a relationship with God, God knows everything that you've been done, but it's mm. up to you to be committed and tell God, oh God, this is my secret place. Mm. This is what I do when no one can see it. So help me in those areas. And that's how you develop a relationship with God because that builds trust as well. Because if you tell God your secret things, yeah, then you're basically building trust. Building trust, building yeah. trust. yeah. Mm. I also feel like um, once Christ has become your friend, mm-hmm. You don't see him just as Jesus. Yeah. yeah. The reason why I say that is because it's like Reuben. Once you have a friend, they won't call you just by Reuben. They might say they might give you a nickname. Yeah, like, nickname yeah, yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. So Jesus didn't reveal himself just as Jesus to mm-hmm. you. God revealed himself as Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah mm. Shalom. Mm-hmm. He revealed himself as the Messiah, the Savior. Yeah, so you okay. call him these things. He called you his friend, so mm-hmm. you can call him his, your friend. You yeah. know what I mean? You can't don't just call Jesus Jesus as if that's the only way yeah, he's revealed like, to you. Hey, yeah, like a, you know what I what, mean? What, like a son of God. Like he's, he, like yeah. he's, he's a companion. He's yeah. the one that yeah. helps us in our midst of trouble, isn't it? Trouble. Yeah, he's a friend. Mm, it's true. Um, the other question I want to ask you guys is that, so based on that year, how did, like how, what would you tell people to strengthen the relationship with God? Like what would you, what do you think, what areas do you think people are lacking on when they need to strengthen the relationship with God in this generation? In my in my opinion, mm-hmm. I feel like in this generation, too many people rely on other receiving people. the yeah other people mm-hmm. receiving the word of God from pastors, yeah. from motivational oh, speakers, mm. commenting amen, mm. and you know not actually seeking God for yeah. themselves because that pastor you're idolizing mm-hmm. has seeked God, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you even idolizing a pastor. Mm-hmm. God's a jealous God. Yeah. So I feel like in this generation, people rely on pastors mm-hmm. and mentors. You have to know God for yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. you do. So, yeah, that's my point. That's that's literally like, it just reminded me of, um, you see in the Old Testament, how to get their sins forgiven, they had to tell the high priest. Yeah, and the high priest. And they basically had to go through the high priest to get through to God. Oh, okay. So it's like, in a similar way, I feel like a, a lot of Christians lack direct communication with yeah. God when it's already there, mm-hmm. when it's already accessible. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean? So it's like, let's say Reuben, you're the pastor of my church. Mm-hmm. I come and whatever you preach on the Bible, mm-hmm. I take it as it is. Yeah. I don't do anything mm-hmm. because I believe Error. that you know everything mm-hmm. in the Bible yeah. and everything you're saying is true. But what if you have fake doctrine, exactly. false doctrine, mm-hmm. yeah. and then I'm led astray? It's, true. Mm-hmm. it's not just your fault. It's my fault because I idolized you instead of mm-hmm. turning to God. You know yes. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's, I feel that's what comes when, that's what happens when you have a lack of relationship mm-hmm. and a lack of um, commitment to God that you don't have like your own quiet time and read the Bible yeah. for yourself. Yeah, it's true. Uh, what came into mind was prayer. Mm-hmm. Pray, 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 pray. Um, this generation, we've lost that, that importance, that, that significance mm-hmm. of prayer. And 
I feel like it is, it is not allowing us to see God and know him for who he is. Mm -hmm. You get me? Because imagine the number of relationships or marriages that we have that have been broken as a result yeah. of lack of communication. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They are countless. They are yeah. countless. When you meet these marriage counselors, they'll tell you that like most of the marriages that they, they come across is because of lack of communication. Like yeah. one became distant and one became... Yeah. Uh, uh, um, confined to himself or one became confined to herself mm -hmm. and it eventually led to the break of that marriage. Mm -hmm. It's the same. We have a relationship with God and he instructs us to pray to him. But we've put it in our mind that prayer is this long yeah. seven hour, yeah. eight hour yeah. marathon and mm -hmm. it's hindering us from really praying. But prayer simply is talking. Talk you get, you get yeah. me? Praise when we look at yeah. Hannah, I was, I was analyzing Hannah's story and she was she was just murmuring. She was praying in her heart, asking God to give her a baby. Yeah. And Eli saw her and mm. he thought she was drunk. Yeah, you yeah. get me? So prayer shouldn't be about uh, standing there and speaking so many words for yeah. seven hours yeah, yeah, on yeah, end. Yeah. And people see that and people hear stories about people praying for, for eight hours. hours and, yeah. and they feel like, uh, nah, my strength won't yeah. um, mm. enable me mm. to do this. So I wouldn't do it at all. You just have to... Uh, put that in your mind that prayer is just speaking to God. Right now, I could be here and I'll be murmuring to myself, Father. Um, I thank you. Uh, you know, and it should be it should be intentional. It should be something that you should do every day. You get me? Yeah. It should be something that you should put upon yourself to do, and it's really important because it will help you know God better. Yeah, and He will start speaking to you in ways mm -hmm. that you don't you don't you would never mm -hmm. understand. You get me? Mm -hmm. And prayer comes with persistence as well. Mm -hmm. Like you persist, you. It's like the parable of the um, persistent widow yeah. goes to the judge every day seeking yeah, this, yeah. seeking this. And the judge eventually listened gave, to her yeah, and gave yeah. her what she wanted. You get me? So even if we need something from God, even, even if we want something, we desire something, we want to see something, we want to know something about someone and we are trying to pray to God, yeah. we have to um, do it in a different light. We have to start having a change of mindset yeah, with that. You get what I mean? Yeah. So prayer is really important. We need to research about that because it will really help us to grow and to know the person yeah. we are yeah. worshiping. Mm -hmm. I also yeah. feel like um, there shouldn't be pressure in how long you pray as well. Yeah. 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 Because True. what's it called? Although the Bible says um, pray without ceasing. Yeah. Jesus also said, um, don't be like, I think he was the, talking the about Pharisees, the Pharisees. Yeah, you just Pharisees. babble yeah. on yeah. Yeah. thinking that their prayers are yeah. because, yeah. 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 because of their many yeah. words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if you, let's say, was but let's say we're meant to pray for an hour mm -hmm. and then I stop after I don't know let's say 54 minutes there's mm. six minutes left and I literally have no more words to say yeah. you can't really force it's me to add those yeah, six yeah, minutes yeah. 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 and I feel sorry 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 to stop you that is what happens in churches I don't okay based on my experience of African churches yeah I've done mm -hmm. they they like to go on, on prayer for an hour and like when you pray for 15 minutes yeah you feel like oh like that's it but they'll say oh keep on praying keep on praying keep on praying that's true that's true you feel not praying and so that's what Jesus was trying to say that yeah, it's not the many words that you say but yeah. it's what you say what yeah. you so say. it's based on the heart that you give so if yeah. you want God to do stuff or if you want to develop a relationship with God yeah you have to be precise about what you pray for don't pray for many things or yeah. only pray for a few things because only a few things are necessary so if you pray if you pray for only the things that you need or you yeah. want from God yeah he's going to give it to you mm -hmm. but don't go like praying for like an hour I'm not saying don't pray for an hour but I'm saying that do not pray for an hour expecting to do something when like, your heart is not of God yeah. Yeah. So and yeah. also and also one thing the spirit just told me was that 
we pray according to the Holy Spirit's timeline, not our timeline. Yeah, yeah. Why I'm saying this is because the Bible says that the Holy Spirit gives us the words to say mm. to him. Mm -hmm. So it's like he's given us something for us to give it back to him. Yeah. It's like um, it's like uh, paying your tithe. He gives you the money, he enables you to work hard. Mm. He gives you the strength to work. And at the end of the month, you present 10% yeah. to him. Mm -hmm. So we work and we pray according to the Holy Spirit's mm. timeline. So what he wants us to say it's what we are actually saying to yeah. him. Right, so we need right. to pay attention to the Holy Spirit and mm. not to our own timelines and say, uh, I have to pray for three hours until yeah. the Lord hears me. Yeah. We are praying according mm. to his timeline. Mm. We should respect him mm. and the words that he's, Definitely. he wants us to Definitely. say to him. You get me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I yeah. the best type of prayer is just speak, is praying in tongues. Yeah. yeah. Praying yeah. In Literally. Tongues. Okay, that's another topic for another day. So the next question I want to ask you guys is that, what do you think the devil uses to sabotage our relationship with God? What do you <laughs> think he's using in this generation? Me, I think he's using in this generation social media. Okay, social media is mm. devil made. I can't <laughs> lie. No, <laughs> honestly, it Go is on. devil made. And that's why, like, as children of God, we need to use our social media mm -hmm. to preach the word of God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I personally think it's social media because, okay, one. Well, all these little boys, yeah, mm -hmm. they go on YouTube and see all these gang Gangster, violence yeah. stuff and they think that's the new yeah, cool, trend, that's the new called, trend, yeah. that's the new thing, <laughs> that's the new thing you should be doing. And where does all of that lead you? Yeah, Death, yeah, stabbing, yeah, not going to school, yeah. disobeying your parents. Yeah. And that's not of God. Yeah. I also feel like social media plays a big part, especially mm -hmm. like I feel like the enemy uses social media a lot because on social media, people portray lives that they're not really living. Yeah, and then yeah, it causes it's people to be insecure, mm -hmm. evil eye, mm. and for people to also judge you yeah. and condemn you. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, yeah, for me, social, social media, media is, because imagine there was no social media. Mm. Everyone will live a free life. There'll yeah. be no competition. Mm. You won't be 20 thinking by you 21, to, yeah, you need to you have your own house or buy your own car. It's all a facade and mm. it's knocking off people yeah. from the will of God. Definitely, definitely, definitely. No, you're right. Because like social media, like it brings jealousy. Mm -hmm. It brings it, envy. Exactly. It brings yeah. things like- Anger, it's like, indirect, it's like, sorry. It shows you, no, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> it shows you like things that, they want everyone to look like, yeah. you know what I mean? But the way they want everyone to look like isn't the way Christ wants people yeah. to look like, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, they'll be like, oh, like, if someone does that to you, how can you forgive them? Mm. Go, go hit yeah, them go back. Yeah. Yeah. But Christ doesn't say that. Christ has turned the other cheek. Or love your neighbor. Exactly. And let them slap you yeah. the other cheek. So it's like, I feel like there are also distractions as well. Like mm. Satan, he just brings dif different distractions yes. so that you don't get closer to God. Definitely. It may be that like you're focusing on God and then this, I don't know, this person comes yeah, in your life or, yeah. or something bad happens in your life where you're like doubting God or yeah, something. It's true. And also, sorry, for men as mm -hmm. well, like on social media, Facebook, for example, you're all godly guys. Mm. And say on social media, you just see girls yeah, bums out, yeah, bikinis, yeah. this mm. and that. That's also not of God, but that <laughs> will lead you to... That will automatically lead you to temptation because yeah. it's in your face. Mm -hmm. mm. No, you're right, you're right. And also, um, I think modernization... Um, let me elaborate. You know how nowadays things are being accepted? Yes. Like everything is just being accepted as mm. good and it's just something that the devil is really using and uh the bible really says uh we should go back to our first love and it means we should go back to how 
and the um, like what God wants for us and what God has said and what God wants us to do and the things that He's established already. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if we if we allow the advancement of time and if we allow the 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 things that are cropping up right now, the things that are popping up, the things that are becoming the new lifestyle yeah. now mm-hmm. to influence us. We're going to forget the old things that have been taught us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop us from loving people. Mm-hmm. That's true. As Christians, we're called to love every person. We love every mm-hmm. person. We admire every person, but we can't accept everything. Mm-hmm. You get me? Mm-hmm. So we need to stick. To, that's why we should stick to the Bible and read the Bible more because as he pulls us, as the devil pulls us away from the Bible, mm-hmm. then he, puts us into these things you get me yeah. it's like he's taking away those seeds that's been planted in us by the holy spirit okay. and he's putting his own seeds into oh, us okay. that are gonna grow and turn into yeah. something different you get me yeah. yeah so we need to really pay attention and be vigilant yeah. so that we are not carried away by th- these new things that are coming in there um sprouting up definitely mm-hmm. and i feel like with one thing that i feel like um with me how i not even with me how to develop a relationship with god is that in the sense that you have to begin that relationship with God, you have to communicate with God. You have to say that God, Definitely. what do like what do you want me to do in this life? Because mm-hmm. remember, your life is well. When you become a believer of God, yeah, or a uh, fellowship of Christ, your your life is not your own; it's of God, mm-hmm. and you represent God. Mm-hmm. And I, I, the way I like to think about it like this is that, like, um, if you see us, if you see people around um, the country, they represent the Queen. Like we live in this country, mm-hmm. um, we're meant to represent the Queen in mm-hmm. the sense where because she lives in this country and this is her nation in it, so we represent the Queen as. Like the way we talk, the way we dress, and that's the same thing with God. He wants us to represent Him in a sense, the yeah. way we conduct our life, the way we speak. So, developing a relationship with God is not a sense where you're rushing to it. It's a process thing. But what are you actually doing in the process? Mm. Because a lot of people are saying, "Oh, uh, uh, I'm developing a relationship with God. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this." But like, what are you actually doing? Because you need to spend time with God in His Word and prayer. That's the only thing that's going to help you. That's the only thing that's going to actually help you guys. So it's yeah, true what you're saying. Okay. Um. So, our last question I want to ask you guys is that. Do you guys think that um what okay, cool. what is the one thing that you got rid of that allowed you to experience God? What's that, what can you can you guys remember what's the one thing that you, you said that all right? Once I like I gave this up here and the Holy Spirit or God like spoke to me or like I uh, felt God's presence. I'll say for me was pride <laughs> in the sense of stubbornness though. Okay, pride. Yeah. And um I remember this was actually recent because mm-hmm. I always said like God like it wasn't it wasn't pride in the term because pride is a broad thing. Yeah, pride mm-hmm. So it wasn't like arrogance in pride. Mm-hmm. It was stubbornness in pride. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh God, like I don't want to be stubborn. I know that I am because I'm gonna be raw. Yeah. Know, but I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. So then what it's like, it was like I remember one time I was talking about humility mm-hmm. and then God revealed to me what humility was. Okay. And like other things that come with humility and it's like serving and all okay. of these stuff. And when you and when I saw the heart that he was of the aspects he was showing me, I showed he showed me that there's no stubbornness in what he was mm, saying. Okay. So it was like, I need to make myself like that. Mm-hmm. So it was like, when I tried, when I tried, when I tried, when I tried, I had to put myself in situations where mm-hmm. I could be stubborn, but I couldn't be because I tried to uh, submit to God's will oh, instead right, of mine. Right, right. So it was like a test of yeah. my stubbornness, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But then like over time, I'm not saying it's completely gone by faith, by God's grace mm-hmm. it's completely gone. Okay. But mm-hmm. I have to always be, like, believe that stubbornness is no longer there. Definitely. For me to be the person I am today mm-hmm. with my walk with Christ, yeah. the one thing that I have to cut off, even though what I'm going to say is, is broad, mm, but the one thing I have to cut off is fleshy desires because mm. that is the one thing that kept dragging me mm-hmm. back. And 
although yes god is forgiving but how many times mm. are you gonna like you go on your knees and yeah. ask god forgive me god mm. forgive me it gets to a point where you feel like ugh, like so how bad. many times yeah. are you gonna ask yeah. for god to forgive you like mm. god wants to work in your life god wants to move but mm-hmm. every minute forgive me forgive yeah. me forgive me like mm. the fleshy desires it's not even worth anything as well mm-hmm. like for example smoking weed okay you're gonna be high for like 30 minutes yeah. and then what mm-hmm. fornication mm-hmm. it's a okay i don't know how long I would <laughs> <laughs> but let's just say okay 20 minute all temporal, pleasure. It? Yeah. yeah it's all temp temporary desires mm-hmm. whereas jesus's peace happiness joy is eternal yeah, so for me yeah. personally i had to cut off fleshy desires mm-hmm. because fleshy desires only led me astray Definitely. and what I used to do was all fleshly. So yeah. for me to be the woman I am today, mm-hmm. by the grace of God, it was by, yeah, cutting off my fleshy desires. And yeah. that that did a lot for me. Mm. Glory. I think with me, he enabled me to see myself because I used to be that kid who was like angry with the world, like yeah. angry mm. with the people around me and everything. But he enabled me to see myself and he told me that it was okay that I was feeling all that I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And things would get better at some point and yeah. it enabled me to trust him more mm-hmm. and enable me to rely on him more mm-hmm. you get me yeah. yeah because um the wet stuff that i went through that um that put me in that on that dark path yeah but he took me out of there and Definitely. he did that once i started engaging in the activities and all that and, and my mind was was keen on him you get me mm-hmm. so he just took me out of that place and he just show me the way to go and how to conduct myself and everything was fine in the long run and we're still here we're still here we're still here with me yeah the way i um i feel like one thing that i personally did or i feel like one people need to actually do is spend gospel music is actually a very important song to listen to that gospel music it's not just like words gospel music will help your relationship with god one thing that yeah in your spirit as well one thing that i had to do was that i had to cut off well i don't know about you but i had to cut off like worldly music that i listened to mm-hmm. and i only listen to gospel music and gospel music is the one that actually helped my relationship with god like mm-hmm. now i can hear god's voice he can speak to me through like um normally like he doesn't need to like get people to speak to me he speaks through, through my thoughts and i feel like if Amen. you want if you want god to um ex- if you want to experience god in your life yeah gospel music is one thing because i feel like if you do want to develop a relationship with God, gospel music has to be one of the mm-hmm. most important mm-hmm. key that you use mm-hmm. in your life because it's going to definitely help your relationship with god so yeah, that's what I, I definitely to do. agree with you because mm-hmm. if you think about it, okay, if, if you listen to Bashment, yeah. girls, your waist <laughs> is moving already. Yeah. Boys are thinking, hmm. yeah. and then if you play Afrobeats, your body's already yeah. like trying to on oh. And then if you play like rap tunes, you're already mm-hmm. jumping, yeah. pumping, you want to fight mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah. So I feel like music is very spiritual. It's so energy. It's energy, it's definitely. definitely. It's energy. So I'd say, because gospel's from God, so yeah. that would definitely uplift definitely you and true. just decrease the fleshy desires and increase his even his presence comes when Mm, you glorify him and you just oh it's beautiful yeah i know it's nice it's It's all about surrounding yourself with that environment surrounding yourself with god and just putting yourself in there into Mm. him like you have to he should be a blanket to you like under his wings you find refuge in it yeah definitely guys thank you for joining me today but before thank you I want to give <laughs> you a word you. of encouragement. What word of encouragement would you give for the people who want to develop the relationship with God? Like, what word of encouragement would you give? I would give word of encouragement by mm-hmm. Rebecca Ziki. <laughs> I would encourage you, yeah, no matter 
what you've done in the past, mm-hmm. no matter who you was, mm-hmm. no matter what you used to do, God still loves you. Mm-hmm. And God is waiting for you to to open up yourself to him. So don't allow the enemy to trap you with the person that you used to be Definitely. to make you mm-hmm. think that mm-hmm. you're too bad to yeah. go to God. Mm-hmm. Keep Keep the thoughts in your mind that it's, it even says in the Bible that when you give your life to Christ, you are a new, new creation. creation. Mm-hmm. So everything of your old life it's is gone, gone. it's Definitely. dead, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's no longer yeah. there. But the enemy will try to remind mm. you of it. But mm. that's the only thing he that's can true. do to knock Definitely you down. But God true. always has the final say. So I'll just encourage somebody to always seek God mm-hmm. and know that God has the final say on your life. And Maybe. he is your last judge. Mm. The enemy is not your last judge. Mm. That's true. So... James, but I'll say I'll start by saying this: You're never too done out for God. That's a fact. <laughs> that you're never like too done out for God. If you look at Paul mm-hmm. before he was Paul, this guy persecuted the church. Mm-hmm. He yeah. wasn't for the Christians, mm. and yet God used him. And he's like the probably the most important person after Jesus yeah. in the whole yeah, in, the, New in the whole New Testament. He wasn't even a disciple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He even said like, out of all these uh, apostles, I'm the least of them. Yeah. But this yeah. guy did so much. He was willing to die for Christ. Yeah. Mm. Like the way God can use you is mad. Crazy. Like don't mm. compare yourself to anyone. Just be mm. focused on like your own journey mm-hmm. and also be patient with it. Oh, because the way like God, God works over time. Like he knows like there's a time and there's a place mm-hmm. that everything is going to happen. I want you to be there. I want you to be like this at that time. Yes. And you will be like that if you yes. submit to him. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just be like, patient with God it's yeah. true you don't yeah. want to rush and fall yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. just don't compare yourself yeah, to don't anyone comparison yeah. is a thief of joy definitely yeah you also have to remind that you have the Holy Spirit in you mm. and you have to really respect the spirit that he's given to you you mm. should see mm-hmm. it as a gift that you have to utilize and that can enable you to um, let go of a lot of things that you're going through it can enable you to make the decisions that you feel shy or you're scared to make and everything and it's going to lead you into places that you've never been before. So Amen. you should remember that you have the Holy Spirit in you and you have mm. to believe that whatever you're going through, mm. you're stronger than that mm-hmm. and you're going to get out of mm-hmm. it definitely, eventually. Definitely, definitely. And yeah. I just feel like you're very valuable in God's sight. Amen. Yeah. Like, do not think that you're less than, but God created, like, God actually died for you in your place. Like, you were meant to like, carry um, the death, but he placed, he came and basically saved you. So, don't anything the devil anything you've done in your past it is all gone it's all forgiven mm-hmm. it's just, you, all you need to do is just you need to believe that because mm-hmm. belief is what carries that is what takes us closer to god mm-hmm. so once we believe that god has already forgiven us yeah. and we pray and we actually submit unto god's will that's it that's what you guys need to do so thank you guys for joining me thank you, thank you. leave thank you a so like much. subscribe and comment down <laughs> below subscribe <laughs> to the channel thank you guys see you god guys bless. next week Bye. Bye. Bye.